everybody. Welcome to Atomic Radio Hour, episode 181, the Christmas special. Hi. How are you? I'm Vince. I'm also here with my friend. It's me, Santa Kyle. <laughs> I'll have to send you a photo of, of Christmas hey, Kyle. me. Kyle, you're yeah, sending shocking. me a photo? Here's a Christmas present. <laughs> We've come full circle, pal. <laughs> Merry Christmas, everybody, or whatever you celebrate. Happy sol- uh, pagan holiday or some sh- thing. How are you? What's going on? What have you been doing? What's up? Uh, yeah. Nothing much. You know, I got my shots yesterday. My booster and my oh, flu shot. Oh, you got your booster. No, did, I feel perfectly fine. My arm a little bit hurts, but I'm doing good. When I got mine, like my first two doses, it just kind of hurt a little bit, and that like for like thirty mm. minutes, and that was it. So I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, I'm happy that you got it though. Did you go far for it? No. Couple blocks, cool. couple blocks up, you know. By the gas station. Yeah. Cool. Did you walk up or drive up? Uh, we drove up and then drove back down. You did it. Yeah, I almost hit a. Lane. <laughs> Because <laughs> no one knows a how to, a lady. A lady. No one knows how to move if you're uh-huh. sitting in the middle of the. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Good for you. So it got really close to her passing by. <laughs> you know the you know the pizza place by the bridge, the new bridge. Mm-hmm. Um, the first time I ever drove past that, I made a left to go to the pizza place, and my and I like I don't I don't even know if I had my permit. My mom might have just been like, "Go drive in town," and. I made that left and a truck almost f-ing killed us. Like Oof. absolutely just demolished us. And I remember looking at it and I go, you, my mom's yelling. She's going, you almost f-ing killed us. I'm like, do you want this pizza or not? I try <laughs> not to cry. <laughs> you got any plans for Christmas? This will come uh, out on Christmas. So whatever your plans are, you might be doing them yeah. if someone's listening on the day uh, of. Probably, I think either we're having Christmas here or my sister. So you're going to bake, you're going to cook. Uh, gonna- I don't think we're baking this year. Make a little love? No? No. This is going to be... <laughs> yeah. I, I can't imagine you not baking or cooking something. I know. Cool. I'm actually... When we're done recording this, I'm going to run to the grocery store because we're recording this on Christmas Eve Eve. Or no, Eve Eve Eve. It's the 22nd. So I want to kind of get all my... Because I took off Christmas Eve. I kind of want to get like all of my... the prep cooking that i can do tomorrow i want to get it done but since this is my first christmas that i'm gonna be not at home mm-hmm. i really want to cook traditionally like i really want to make like shrimp and squid and i want to make uh i'm gonna make meatballs a traditional way and i'm not gonna make sausage i'll buy it but like you know i want to cook the way i ate when i was a kid which actually leads into what our third segment for today is but no, uh, you know, the year's over. How do you feel about the year being over? I feel like it just got started. Yeah. It's, it was a year. That it was. That it absolutely was. But before we get into all the other fun stuff that we got to get into, um, I've been saying for a while, pretty much since August, that some changes are coming. And hopefully I'll be able to tell you in a more formal way, um, what the changes are, the changes that are coming. If you are subscribed to us on Patreon, you will already know that I have spoken about it a little bit. Some of the key concerns just being that like, I got to stop being hard on myself um, and relax and have more fun 
with the show. Not that I wasn't having fun, but have more fun with it. Uh, but just just in case anybody's curious, and I feel like I should say it here, is that I made some changes to the Patreon. I just changed the tiers real quick. Uh, there's only four tiers now, and I feel like it's a lot more streamlined. And I think the ten, the, the final tier, the tier four, is the coolest one, in my opinion. Uh, tier one is just a dollar a month. Just a, a, you, on screen, your name will be there when I say thank you to the Patreon. Uh, that's the support tier. Tier two is even more support. The verbal thank you and your name on screen. Uh, the third tier, which is the $5 tier, or as I have it listed, the homie tier, um, you get everything I said before. And on top of that, there's a going to be a private Discord channel, not like its own Discord, but a channel in the Discord that is just for Patreon subscribers. Now, Kyle and I are working on changing things with the Patreon behind the scenes, and we want to get it done soon, but just the holidays are a lot right now. He's got plans. I got plans. We're going from there. But that's the $5 tier, not the $10 tier. Um, this is what I think is the coolest. It's called Film Live Before a Studio Audience. You get everything in the past three tiers. And then whenever Kyle – well, Kyle sits in as the producer role um, and tells me if I'm wrong or if I'm like, hey, could you look something up quick for me? But when I sit down to record, what I could do is sit down and record – with a live audience in Discord. Now, you're not going to be recorded. I can't hear you, but there could be a chat. You can give your feedback. Hey, this is wrong. Hey, this is right. Try this. Are you thinking of something like that? It's a live thing. I'll stream my face into the Discord so everybody can uh, see it. I think it's a neat idea. I want to know what you guys think. Let me know uh, what you think of this, this quick little Patreon change up and what have you. Um, I want more feedback going into the new year so I can make the show bigger and better. I want to make stuff that I like, but I also want the feedback of everybody. Um, but that being said, I think with that being said, because we are doing somewhat of a, of a shorter episode, uh, it is the holidays. Like I said, we got a lot going on. Um, let's just get into the Patreon and then we can get right into the lore and then into the third segment for what we have. So thank you to the Patreon I hope you guys are, are, are liking the changes of the Patreon. Tell me if you're not. Tell me if you want to see something extra. Tell me what's going what's going through your mind. But uh, thank you. Because if you guys I can continue to do stuff like this, we can pay Kyle the exuberant amount of money that he requests. And I don't know what he always wants. It switches every week. One week he wants orange M&Ms. One week he wants purple. But he doesn't want lilac. And God forbid if you get fire orange. It's a whole... Thank you to the Patreon. Copyrighted. His face, yeah. Every time I use a picture of Kyle, that cost me at least 50 grand. Uh, <laughs> thank you to the OG Noah. Thank you, Noah. Thank you, Danny. Thank you, Dan. And last but certainly not least, thank you to Marcus. Like I said, because of you guys, I can continue to do this. Uh, it's the love and the support that, you know, makes you smile, makes you happy. Other than that, time to get into this lore. Thank you again. But now it is time for the Lord. Now, every week I ask a question in the Discord, and this has been a very, very hectic week. I've been changing things around at work and my schedule and the holidays, and I got to buy presents, and I got to do this, and there's a tariff. And uh, uh, did you, Kyle, did you hear that like trucks are not coming into the state of Colorado right now? Really? There was apparently some kid who was like an 18 or 19 year old truck driver. Oh, went to, yes. You heard about this? If you, if you live outside the this. U.S. and you haven't heard about this, 
the guy like went to go get his truck inspected and they said that he was good to go and then his brakes gave out and then they charged him with like 101 years in prison or something. So a bunch of truckers will not enter the state of Colorado and it's like shut down – not shut down but it's severely hindered a lot of things in this state, Um, which is really funny to me because like Jimmy Hoffa did this. And the entire country almost shut down. He was the, the the head of the Teamsters Union and was like, this needs to stop or my trucks don't run. And then nobody has anything. So, I don't know. Uh, it's just been a little much. <laughs> but I asked the, the question today, the other day, two days ago. Um, I'm thinking of a brand of water. And the king of all branded waters is Fiji. Absolutely. There's actually, back in the day, we, uh, I don't, do you remember this, Kyle? We used to all hang out and we used to go to the the local Turkey Hill to Mm -hmm. get snacks either before, during, or after D&D. And if someone was making a quick run, you'd go, yo, let me get that. I'm better than you water. And they would say, how much better are you? And the, the more you said better than other people you were, the bigger the Fiji they grabbed you. Because, you know, it's pretentious. But it's really good water. Never had it. Never? Never had it. You ever have box water? Nope. Box water slaps. I really like box water. There's a Skyro one that's like the 7-Eleven brand that's not bad. But it was Fiji. Mr. Tom Flood got it. And we were talking in the... DMs of Discord. If you want to hear any lore, make sure you're in the Discord. And he was saying he he had two ideas. But since we've been talking about the pit and Asher, he said, hey, why not do the Scourge? And I thought the Scourge was a great idea. So if you'd like to hear any lore, and I mean any lore at all, make sure you're in the Discord. Once a week, I'll ask a question. First person to get the question right gets to pick lore for the week. And this week it is the Scourge. So I don't think I've ever actually covered a, a war, technically. Like, we've talked about the the Hoover Dam conflict and whatnot, but this is a brotherhood war. This is the scourge uh, that is the Brotherhood of Steel moving from the west to the east and the inhabitants of the pit. So the scourge is – uh, I'm getting all of my lore off of fallout.fandom.com. The scourge is a term often used by the pit's inhabitants to refer to the battle, the mop-up operations conducted by the Brotherhood of Steel before their arrival in Washington, D.C. When I get through all of this, I'll read some quotes. Now on their way to the Capital Wasteland, the Brotherhood forces came across the ruins of Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, a truly chaotic city. It was full of gangs, raiders, slavers, and many other kinds of horrors that freely terrorized the few innocents. In a single night, the Brotherhood swept through the city from their staging area at Mount Wash and eliminated any resident who put up a fight. Uh, the aftermath of all this being Lyons contingent left the city with approximately 20 children in tow who would later be initiated into the Brotherhood of Steel. Most were recruited into the Brotherhood by 2277. Only one remained stationed at the Citadel, Greg Bear, who was nicknamed Kodak. He stationed with Lyons Pride. Now, when asking Kodak about it, he says, when you ask Kodak about the scourge, he said, now that's a story. The only reason I'm here is because of Elder Lions. You see, I grew up in the pit. Don't suppose you've ever been there, huh? It's about 500 clicks. Three irradiated rivers coming together. People there were 
not well, but the Brotherhood of Steel came down on the place with a righteous hammer. They called it the Scourge. During the, scour- the Scourge, Lion's forces suffered only one casualty, the initiate of Ishmael Asher, who was buried in the rubble during the fight and presumed dead. He survived and subsequently established firm control of the pit, transforming it into an industrial powerhouse supported by the Brotherhood technological know-how. Having fully abandoned the Brotherhood and its teachings, Asher recognized the inherent failure of the unsustainable scavenger nature of the faction ways and move forward in his own direction. Raiders such as Werner recount how the area used to be much worse before the Brotherhood cleaned up the city, slaughtering half of the violent residents. He explains that due to the actions of the Brotherhood, the threats were significantly pacified or eliminated, allowing Asher to extend control over the city to begin with. The Lone Wanderer can ask Werner, how did the city get started? And Werner will reply with, after the war, this place just turns and in, turned into a shithole. The building started falling over and the sickness makes people just turn on each other. Some of them change. They lose any sense of who they are. They just go around killing and fucking and eating like animals, man. Some people are just, are still okay, but just, I don't know. Anyway, about 30 years ago, the Brotherhood guys come in and wipe and wipe the place out. They kill all of these sick fucks. Anything that looks like it's gonna fight, bam. And then they take whatever they're looking for and they leave. The Lone Wanderer can say, that's awful. How could the Brotherhood do that in reference to the Scourge? He said, normally, they would get that would get you a crack across the jaw, but since you don't know what the pit is like, I'll let it go. I still have nightmares about the place. 30 years and how many horrors later, and the pit is still the worst thing I've ever seen. It was ugly. It was ugly work, sure. Questionably moral, no doubt. But there was no other choice. The city had to go. So, in the official game guide, which I do have. It's not on screen, but I do have. Kyle gave it to me. Thanks, Papa. Me? Yeah. Uh, it says, from the Game of the Year edition, page 34 and 44. In 2242, Star Paladin Lions of the Brotherhood of Steel led the Scourge. A large military-scale action that wiped out nearly the entire population of the pit. In a single night, the Brotherhood swept through the city, eliminating any resident who put up a fight. Although the intent of the Scourge remains unclear, several unmutated children were taken from the pit by the Brotherhood and placed into initiate training. The motivations for the Scourge are unclear to this day, but many Brotherhood note it was a marked change in the way the Brotherhood operates. Additionally, it is known that something was recovered from the pit during the Scourge, although to date it would seem that only Elder Lions knows what it is. It is said that a Brotherhood of Steel Paladin from the Scourge stayed on in the pit seeking to bring law and order to the unwashed masses and creating an underclass of pit slavers in the process. Guarded by pit raiders under his personal command. However, in the decades following the event of the Scourge, nobody had heard anything from the pit. Travelers who had gone to investigate have not returned, and no survivors have emerged. So that's the Scourge. I wish we knew a little more about it. I wish we knew, I wish there was a way to find out what Elder Lions had. Um, I want to know what, like, the actual idea for it was. And I know the, the, official guides that come out normally don't really correlate or correspond with what's going like there's always typos and mess ups and what have you but i wonder if maybe asher stood behind and lied 
I never even thought to like look into it. Like I just read, oh yeah, he was trapped. But maybe he said he was going to stay behind and just grew mad with power. It makes sense. That's kind of the theme of the entire series is like what happens when you have too much power. Other than that, that's the Scourge. Thank you to Mr. Tom Flood for picking it out. And that's lore. So Kyle Christmas is here. Merry Christmas. Mm -hmm. I had the idea the other night we were playing Grand Theft Auto. We were hanging out with Dr. Dre. It was cool. Uh, (laughs) I had the idea. Hey, Kyle, let's talk about our five favorite, our top five Christmas specials of all time. I don't know about you, but Christmas specials to me have always slapped. Yes. They're always good. Yeah. And um, for those of you who have been listening for a long time, I used to do a little program here called Nuclear Family. And it was this drama, I guess, a little story that was based in the Fallout universe. And the Christmas episode is probably my favorite one. Um, I did a lot of fun sound design and I got to yell. (laughs) Uh, I might link to that. There might be a link on screen somewhere. I don't know. But Christmas, the Christmas episodes are always the best. So I said to Kyle, if there's anybody I want to talk about cartoons with and nostalgia shit with, it's Papa. So, <laughs> Kyle, let's just start at number five. You do your five, yeah. I'll do my five. We'll just work our way up. All right. Who do you have uh, at number five, my friend? So, I uh, so I was going through. I have some couple of recent more, you know, something stuff that's usually on nowadays, but I thought mm-hmm. I had some some past stuff, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, my number five is the Nickelodeon Christmas specials. Um, the commercials? The commercials. Really? When it was all stop motion. Yeah. They're all hanging out as elves, you know, yeah. in a workshop. And they show they actually show the embarrassing photo from the Christmas party mm-hmm. from that one episode. Oh, dude, I forgot about those. Do you have a favorite one? Like a uh, favorite segment? I, ju- I just like them all hanging at the party and you got like the crimson chin. The Crimson Chin. Uh, who else? I keep forgetting who out the other ones were. But is Zim I, there? I think he might be. Timmy Turner's there. SpongeBob's yeah. there. Patrick's there. E- either he's not uh, in this one, or they did the other one with him in it. I think they did one with Danny Phantom. Right. I have a v- memory of Danny Phantom. Though that's a good one. Um. My number four. Oh, well, hold on, hold on. I'm going to do oh. my five. And oh, then we'll oh, go, okay, we'll, okay. We'll go back and forth. So this one might be a cop-out, um, but I feel like number five should be everything Rankin-Bass. Just because, like, I can't pick a favorite Rankin-Bass. Like, the year without a Santa Claus. Right. Um, the Frosty one is really good. What's the one with Heat Miser and Snow Miser? Uh, is that Santa Claus coming to town? I think so. Like that's the same. Yeah, that one. That one's an absolute slapper, dude. That one has um, Burgermeister Meister Burger. <laughs> uh, <laughs> like yeah, uh, yeah. Like the little drummer boy, and then uh, little drummer boy. One I haven't seen in a long time was is the Life and Adventure of Santa Claus, which was more like fantasy themed, like the, the monsters Life and the fairies. Adventure. Yeah, it was like I don't the remember elves. that one. Had the elves and like the fairies. I gotta look that one up. I don't remember that one. Yeah. 
Oh, I remember this one. Damn, okay, yeah, they had, like, the fucking Gandalf-looking man. Yeah. Oh my god, yeah, dude. Oh, I didn't know he helped work on King Kong Escapes. Really? Yeah. The Rudolph one, dude, Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer, Rudolph Shiny New Year, Jack, the Jack Frost one's amazing. There's the Leprechaun one, Pinocchio, the night before Christmas. These got, like, animated, they weren't... The Sins of Dorian mm-hmm. Gray? What? I guess Rankin Bass did a lot of other stuff. Yeah, but these are ones that, like, even the animated Frosty the Snowman, not the stop motion one. These these yeah. hold a very special place in my heart. A very, very special place in my heart. Which one is this one? Of course. I also just like how Rankin Bass made these made these, like, you know, these, like, children's movies, and then they just became... Oh, dude, Twas the Night Before Christmas? Yeah. Like, the animated one, not the thing? This, oh, dude. The first Christmas. I like how they made these, and it became, like, a thing that they're still playing today. Yeah. Actually, I remember the first year I wasn't into... I remember, like, the first year that I remember being like, yeah, I don't really care about Christmas. And, like, sitting down on, like, the day before Christmas Eve and being like, I didn't watch a single minute of the 25 Days of Christmas on ABC Family. Like, I remember sitting there going, I got to watch one Rankin Bass. Not even knowing it was Rankin Bass. I I think I just called them the Christmas specials. I was like, I got to watch one Christmas special before this Christmas goes. But what's your number four? Uh, my number four is going to collide with, like, the Nickelodeon one, but I think out of all Nickelodeon Christmas specials, the Hey Arnold one will beat oh, everyone. Oh, Kyle, that's my number four, too! Yep. <laughs> How good is that one? So good. I oh. watched it not too long ago because they have uh, the oh, Nick Rewind and they played it. Dude, ugh, yeah, dude, I love, okay, cool, so we have the same number four. <laughs> uh, that, the story of, like, Mr. Nguyen, right? Mm-hmm. No, is it Nguyen? Uh, I just because I was just watching like clips because I like when I text you that we could, that I was ready to go I was watching clips but I watched my number one in in its entirety. Yeah, Mister, it's spelled H Y U N H. Mister Quinn. Okay, my bad. But dude, the story of him like leaving Korea. Oh my god. Mm-hmm. Why this one? I it's just. I, I don't know. It's just out of them all. It just feels like this one is always on people's minds. You know what I mean? Yeah. The Nancy Spumoni signature snow boots. <laughs> yeah, this is. I like the Christmas episodes that are more. Um, they're more like real and not just like Santa Claus. Oh my God, Santa Claus! Like it's it's. And besides, dude, it, would it be me if we didn't talk about genocide in some form on Christmas? <laughs> I mean, he's escaping the Vietnam War. Yeah, and then his uh, daughter shows up. Fuck, dude. Yeah. Also, that episode was like well, I was watching and go and just watching and being like, "Wow, Helga's mom is an alcoholic." <laughs> yeah, she you is. Can really tell in that one. Yeah, dude. Fucking, what's her mom's name? Uh, Big Bob I've, Pataki's wife. Why can't I think of Miriam? 
No. Is Miriam the no. sister? Olga. I'm no, so it is Miriam. Olga? Her name was Olga, and she was like the better version of Helga. <laughs> it is, it's Miriam Pataki, dude. She drank heavy. Yep. What's your number three, dude? Uh, my number three is the Doctor Who Christmas specials. Oh, all of them. All of them, because they always have a great episode. For each Christmas, usually had a great episode. Okay. Like memorable, probably. What's 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 like your favorite two or three of them, and like uh, why are they do they stick out so so heavy in your memory? Uh, well, I would say Voyage of the Damned. Uh, that was like the Titanic in space episode on Christmas. Oh, that's awesome. Um, uh, the end of time was was David's last performance as the tenth Doctor. So, really, a Christmas was, special was his yep. his last. Cool. Always, uh, all like almost all the Christmas specials are like the finals or like really the beginnings. Yeah. Oh, cool. I haven't done one. I'm trying to think if last year's they did. I think it was no. They took a break, right? They've been doing New Year's specials instead. I like that. But yeah, I hope they get back into doing Christmas specials. What's your cool. number three? My number three. Um, I hope this isn't like going against the rules. Uh, but a Rugrats Hanukkah. Mm. Yeah. Good yeah. choice. I really like a Rugrats Hanukkah. Uh, it's actually like the way I like, I think it's like the way I found out about the story of Hanukkah was through the Rugrats. <laughs> and like when I, I just pictured like Tommy, I, Tommy, Chucky, Phil and Lil around the menorah and they, they're sitting there for eight nights. Like I remember, and I watched uh you or Nickelodeon rewind has a, a clip. That's like the, the Hanukkah episode in five minutes. And I really like that Rugrats was one of those shows that didn't shy away from being different. Like, not just yeah. in its art style, but the fact that Dee Dee's parents are Jew- – I think they're survivors of World War II. Like, I think they were in camps. And if they weren't in camps, they they fled Russia because they're Russian immigrants. Uh, or, or maybe they bopped over to, to Europe and then bopped over to the U.S. at some point. But, like – Rugrats never shied away from like different cultures, and I really, really appreciate that because they were the only show growing up that I knew had a Hanukkah special and a Christmas special and a Kwanzaa. Didn't they have a Kwanzaa one? They had something. There's even an episode where, um, oh my God, what is her name? Susie Carmichael's grandparents meet Martin Luther King Jr. Mm. Like they wanted to tell the kids about the like real shit. And there's a there's a clip in the the video that I watched that was Grandpa Boris's brother, so the great uncle I think of the babies of Phil, of Phil of Phil and Will of Tommy and Angelica, uh, or maybe no I'm sorry not Angelica because that's Stu Pickles's brother's kid anyway. Um, that there's like a point where Grandpa Boris is like, oh, you with your fancy, you never had time for a family because all you had was your fancy high paying job. And I'm sorry, it's not his uncle. I don't know why I thought, or his brother. I don't know why I thought it was his brother. They're just longtime enemies. 
And there's a point where he's like, you never had time for a family. All you had time for was your fancy job. And he goes, my wife, may God rest her soul, could never give me children. So all I had was my job. Like, dude, what what kid show was doing that? Yeah. You know what I mean? Dude, yeah. Rugrats is so underrated. I love the Rugrats and they're Jewish. Kyle, what's your number two? My number two is uh, Santa Claus 2. Like Santa Claus 2? Like Tim Allen. Tim Santa Allen? Claus really? Too. Absolutely. That's really? like me and my dad's favorite movie. Yeah. No way. That's nope. awesome. I would have never guessed. I think I've seen two and three in theaters. I saw three in theaters. My grandmother loved Martin Short, so she took us to see it. Why two? What is it about it? It's just, I don't know. It's just. Can you remind me of like what the plot is? Because I don't remember. That is when he goes and tries to find Mrs. Claus. Oh. But they have the fake toy Santa. Yeah. Yep. You remember his like assistant elf, like the chubby kid? Dude, my cousins used to tell me all the time I'd look just like him as a kid. <laughs> like, all the time. Of, a lot of stuff back in the day, you yeah, know? Yeah. That dude made his money early and dipped. Mm-hmm. Dude, I haven't... Ah, uh, the third one I remember, and I remember people hate the third one, but I, it has, like, a soft spot cause in my yeah. heart because my grandma took me to take it. Yeah. You like the second one over the first one. Absolutely. I don't remember if it's the second one or the third one, but I remember like Tim Allen's kids like everybody else is a normal dad. Everyone's dad is a plumber or an electrician or a chef. And my dad's Santa Claus. What am I supposed to tell yep. people? Like, which one is that? I think that was the second one where he's getting like his son's <laughs> in trouble with the principal and all that. God. He murders Santa Claus and doesn't report it and then just <laughs> becomes him. Yeah. My number two, Kyle, uh, it's the only movie on my list, other than the Rankin-Bass ones, but those were shorter. All right, maybe it's not the only movie. The the Animaniacs Christmas special, Wacko's oh. Wish. Huh. Do you, do you remember this one? I do remember this, yeah. I remember, I don't know, okay, so when did you have the internet in your house? Uh, like, when do you remember being able to use it? Back where I used to live over there by where my grandma was yeah yeah do you remember how old you were uh not too old not too young maybe like 12 13 Uh, yeah i think i was in like fourth grade like uh 10 11 by time i recognized i had it and you're two years older than me so like we had it about the same time I remember wanting to watch Animaniacs in the worst way, and I didn't know how. Like, I must have seen it on, like, whatever the WB was at the time for kids. WB Kids. Like, whatever channel that was, I have no memory of ever watching WB as a kid. But I must have seen it and just liked the way it looked because it reminded me of, like, Bugs Bunny and Tom and Jerry. And mm-hmm. but, but I could tell it was new. And... I remember them playing this on Cartoon Network and then the next year, like, watching more TV to make sure I saw this. Because I knew I was never going to see the Animaniacs again. Like, I think it aired on Nickelodeon for a while, Animaniacs. 
But like, I don't remember watching full episodes on TV, but this, I remember, like, I remember getting in bed and like bringing the pillows all together and getting under the blanket and like tucking myself in and watching it and just like loving it. And every year it's just like a super, super soft spot like that I have to, I don't watch it, but I might watch clips of it just to see it. If I really want to watch these things, what I want to watch is a rip of it from TV from like 2001. Yeah. Like with the commercials, with like the screen tearing. But Wacko's Wish, I haven't seen it years fully, but it always, always makes me smile when I think about it. Nice. Before we get into it, you have any honorable mentions? Oh, honorable mentions? Uh, yeah. For me, is the Billy and Mandy Christmas special with like undead zombie Santa Claus. I don't remember this one. Yeah, they have like Santa's like chained up and like a zombie being, and like okay. the elves and everything like that. Good for them. Was there a courage one? Uh I don't know. There might have been. It's been so long. Uh, I know. I don't remember a courage one. I don't I remember don't re- a kids next door one either. There, there probably was a kid. I don't remember too many Cartoon Network ones. Mm-hmm. The Nickelodeon always seemed like it had, had it locked on Christmas. Yeah, you went, you went to Cartoon Network for Halloween. Yeah, I have to say an honorable mention. If you think of another one, let me know. But an honorable mention for me are the Futurama Christmas specials. Mm. Just the Robo Santa, like the idea of that has always made me laugh. Also, just because I grew up watching so much of The Simpsons, the first episode of The Simpsons is a Christmas episode. Mm. So. I would say also for me, honorable mention would be like the old Disney Channel movies. Yeah. They had a bunch of Christmas stuff. They had the one with uh, Brian Cranston as he like takes over for Santa and tries to steal everything. What? Yeah. <laughs> What? Yeah, he didn't know he was in a Disney Channel movie. Walter Fudge fucking yeah. White? No. Let's see if we can find what it is called. It was called Twas the Night. Get the fuck out of here. Like he's young in this. Really? Yeah, let me see. I'll, I'll send you a photo. This was oh my 2001. God. Oh my. I don't remember this, dude. Yeah, Brian Cranston was a, he's a good looking man. Look at mm-hmm. him go. I'm going to put this picture on screen because I can't believe this exists. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, Me, I watched everything. So all the original Disney Channel movies and stuff like that, you know, I always watched them. Kyle, tell me the kid in the picture doesn't look like my cousin Richie. <laughs> I <don't>, I, <laughs> <laughs> Any other ones? Uh, I want to I shout out all of the other reindeer. Yes. That, like, 2D, 3D, weird-ass, Drew Barrymore-looking-ass movie that uh, Cartoon Network always played. I, I want to I throw the Iron Giant in, too, because I feel like Cartoon Network always played the Iron Giant. Always to begin with, but I feel like they did it in Christmas, too. Mm. Uh, I think... Didn't Batman animated series had one? The Batman Joker? animated series... I didn't bring this up because I've, I've actually never seen the episode... I don't think I, I've fully seen it, but... It's one of, like, the best ones. Like, everybody says, like, that one, the one with Freeze, uh, the one with, um... Oh, my God. What are the Gotham girls? What are they called? 
Catwoman uh, Siren uh, Gotham City Siren. Thank you. Yeah, I couldn't think of what they were called. Like that one, like the Christmas one is like always top ten. Mm-hmm. Do you like Batman Beyond? Uh never fully watched it. I probably would enjoy I it. Like it. I feel it like was, I might it, enjoy it. Time now. I wasn't. Yeah. Yeah, but I I didn't like it when I was a kid. Yeah. Kyle, what's your number one? My number one is Jim Carrey's The Grinch. Okay. I don't know what else I expected. <laughs> I just, I really love that movie. I love yeah. Jim Carrey. Uh, I had the CD. I love all the songs in that movie. Really? Yeah. Oh, it's that's just like, awesome. I also had him on the little car as like a remote control car. Yeah. Oh, dude. I, I had toys. I had the toys of the car and stuff like that, too. Yeah. Kyle, if, if there's anything you had, it was toys. Yeah. <laughs> What's your favorite scene from that movie? Oh, favorite That's scene. A, it's just such a classic. Like, every scene of that movie, I feel like, is... Not every scene, but, like, especially the first third of that movie, so quotable. I think my favorite scene is when he's getting, like, the Christmas crown and stuff like that, and they're feeding him fudge and chocolate and shit. You know, they're doing all that yeah. stuff to him, and then he just goes crazy. Like... I have the PS1 game, and I love playing the PS1 game. Do you really? Yeah. I never got far in it, but I always played the first level, but yeah. Yeah, but still. Yeah. That's awesome. I I'm I don't know what else I would have picked for you, but that makes so much sense. My my number one. Do you have anything else you'd like to say? I'm sorry. No, I'm good. What's, what's yours? I feel like you might know this, like about me and you're not going to be surprised i think i've said it on the show multiple times the johnny bravo christmas special Mm. slaps (laughs) it's so good and it's on youtube it's probably illegally uploaded but it's on there right now the channel is just johnny bravo it's such a good dude i watched it like when I was like, I was like, I was looking up because, you know, like, you know, always know yeah. your favorite, but something always like slips your mind. Anytime yeah. anybody asks you, hey, what are you into? You're like, uh, yeah, uh, yeah. I don't know. I like to eat like it. <laughs> so I, I was looking stuff up and I knew John. I knew my number one was Johnny Bravo and I knew my number five going into it was Rankin Bass. And I knew Animaniacs had to be there somewhere. Like, even if it was just an honorable mention, I knew it had to be there. Right. But Johnny Brop, dude, Donny Osmond, Donny Osmond just showing up kills me <laughs> every time. Every fucking time Donny Osmond just shows up and he's a Mormon. <laughs> they don't celebrate Christmas. And just like the idea that these like little kids are like, all right, Donny Osmond's here. Who the fuck is Donny <laughs> Osmond to these kids? Like, and then there's a part where they get to Santa's workshop and he's like, he, and Santa's like, oh, I know who these people are. It's Johnny. And then it's little Susie. And then it's uh, Leo, the pilot. And oh, I don't know your name. And he's like, it rhymes with Sean or something like that. Or Shawnee. And he's like, Donnie? He's like, oh, I remember you. 
Donnie Wahlberg from the new Kids on the Block. And he's like, <laughs> not quite. I'm a little bit rock and roll. And ev- dude, like, it's so dumb and so cheesy. But And the episode is paced so fucking quickly. Like, so quickly that, like, it's just... And it's it's all the old Hanna-Barbera sound effects. So it's just, like, one one after another after another of jokes. Like, there's Johnny Bravo doesn't harass that many women in this episode. It's, like, real quick just because they have to hit a quota. Like... And then, like, Donnie Osmond shows up at Johnny Bravo's house on Christmas Day to say Merry Christmas. And he, like, and they're like, Merry Christmas. And he's like, Merry Christmas. And, and the, the pilot just looks over and goes at it. The pilot looks over at him and just goes, you're conceited. <laughs> Dude, it's such a good episode. It's the fuck. it's my favorite Christmas special. I love the Johnny Bravo Christmas. I think it's called Johnny Bravo Christmas. It's so good. Like... I I just laughed the whole time, like when I watched <laughs> it. And the last Christmas that I actually remember being excited for, I want to say was like 2014, right? Like, yeah. you know, my brother's younger than me, so you always get excited for the kids. But it was like the last Christmas that like everybody was together, I want to say 2014-ish, 2013, 2014, around there. And I remember my tradition in my house was every year you slept in somebody else's room on Christmas Eve. So my sister and I would switch. It'd be one year I'm in my sister's room, one year uh, she's in my room. And then when my brother showed up, it was like, all right, I guess we're sleeping in his room. So I remember waking up that year in my brother's room and we had given him this old TV that he could just like watch movies on in his room and waking up early and turning the TV on and putting on Cartoon Network and this was on. And I remember my mom came to see if we were up and she opened the door. She's like, hey, you guys up? You want to open presents? You want to have something to eat? And I was like, hold on. I want Donnie Osmond to show up. And then, <laughs> and then, and then like i love this this christmas special this is like the reason why i wanted to do this because i wanted to talk to you about this you know alex and i we used to call each other donny osmond for like a good three months (laughs) i don't know if you knew this like one time i I called him i was like yo donny osmond and we like lost it and like every (laughs) once in a while i'll hit him with it but ah dude merry christmas everyone you you reminded me of that just reminded me of something that i'm gonna replace my number fifth five with Go on. Uh, I'm replacing number five with the Christmas episode of Bump in the in Bump in the Night because I watched that on television and also recorded on VHS and it was a really shitty VHS that like over the time started to like not work but I always kept it. I don't think I've ever seen Bump in the Night. Oh my god, it was so good! I'm sending a picture. Please, please. Of I the main to- character in like the Santa sleigh and stuff like that. Please, I because I genuinely do not remember this. Yeah, this I. Kyle, that yeah. scares me. I don't want to see that. <laughs> they were all like, uh, he was a monster, and they're like, Nisa Badlight would eat socks, and he had like a blue friend that was basically like soap, like bubble soap, and then like a doll. But yeah, I always remember the Christmas special because I always had it on VHS, and that was the only way to watch it. This show has a has an eight. An 8.1 on IMDb, and it's, it's, it's free thing. on Tubi. It's um, Winnie the Pooh, the Winnie the Pooh voice. Jim Cummings? It's Jim Cummings, yeah. That's who does the voice of Mr. Bumpity. 
Kyle, I'll be completely honest with you. Once again, I am impressed and surprised, even though I didn't think I would be. <laughs> I have it on DVD. That's awesome. Yeah, that's replaced my number five because I completely. What was your number five that. to begin with? Uh, the the Nickelodeon special. Okay. Yeah, dude, I've never seen this. Yeah. Cool. Cool. Merry Christmas, everybody. Merry Christmas, Kyle. Thank you for doing this with me. This was a lot of fun. Um, I want to do something like this next next episode. Something similar to this. We'll talk about it, just you and I, Kyle. Yeah. Um, thank you for being here. Thank you to the Patreon. If you like the intro music, it's by Shane Ivers. Uh, you know, I might not use Shane Ivers. I love Shane Ivers. Shane, you're... you're in my heart, there is a special place for you. I might use one of John Wayne's Yuletide bangers. Uh, he doesn't sell them. He put them out. You could, like, donate to him if you want it. John Wayne, one of my favorite artists. Uh, but, anyway, thank you, Shane Ivers. Merry Christmas to you across the pond, my friend. Uh, Merry Christmas everybody watching, or happy holidays, whatever the hell you celebrate. I hope you're well and safe. Thank you to the Patreon. Thank you to the people who support us on Redbubble. Thank you to anybody who has listened. This year has been wild. And I'm probably going to say that again next week. I kind of feel like everything's out of order. Follow me, Kyle, and the show on Twitter. Uh, <laughs> Kyle, am I missing something? Uh, Join Discord. Thank you. Be safe. This is a shorter episode because you should be spending time with your family. I say that and I look over and it's 50-something minutes. Anyway, bye everybody. Be safe. Happy holidays. Atomic Radio Hour Podcast A Ghoulman Entertainment Production